It's level one, level two. Level one. This is level one. Level this is three. Level two. This is level one. This is level, level three. one. Level two. Hello. Hello. Level. Hello. Oh, hi, munchers! Welcome to another wonderful episode of Monday Movie Munchy Madness. This is your co-host Michael reminding you that this podcast that you're about to listen to will contain spoilers of the movie I Tanya. As always, this is a two-way conversation, so if you want to uh, hop in on the conversation, give us a, an email at mmmm, how many was that, mmmmpod at gmail.com, or on Twitter at mmmmpod, or hit up Nick at nickowen2, that's the number two, not the letters of two spelled out, or uh, hit Michael up at mbcomn, as in Nicholas. And now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Monday Movie Munchy Madness. I'm your host, Nick Owen. I'm here today with michael brown michael you just got back from uh, a hit on her arrival podcast microphone i i had nothing to do with that i just wanted to send a few letters uh, a couple of the goons uh, went rogue and now we've got uh, they're down they yeah a big lawsuit on our hands big lawsuit uh, so we probably shouldn't be talking we about might this. get banned from the uh Yikes. international podcast we'll federation never podcast again <laughs> Michael, uh, this week we saw Itania. Last week, what did we see last week? Remind me. Last week we saw Molly's Game. That's right. That's a good movie. It was. Yeah. yeah I um, enjoyed that. We played a little poker since then. We had a big game. Yeah. How'd you How'd you make out? I actually ended up uh, with the most chips. You won. Right at the end. Right wow. at the end. I was like bad Brad out there. Were. Yeah. <laughs> you were good though. You had some... No, yeah. I was all right. Yeah, you had a lot of, a lot of chips. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um... Of course, as always, our statisticians in the in the back crank out the numbers. Yeah, basically the basically the engine that keeps this train a moving forward. Absolutely, if you will. Um, so yeah, I Tanya, I feel like you came in this movie. I don't remember what you predicted. Do you? Uh, it was seven. No, it wasn't was it? I think uh, I thought it was, it was like even higher. It yeah. was an eight. It was I an think eight. you it came in eight. real high. Yeah, it was an eight for I some reason. High. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just guessing. Oh, well, I'm not gonna guess. It wasn't well, a six and seven. Sorry. No, I had a seven for sure. Yeah, I had an eight. But nine. I, yeah. I feel like you did come out real hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you feel about that? I, I gotta say, I loved this movie. Really? I didn't like. I loved this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I came out of it. I'm just gonna give my rating. I give it a nine out of ten. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I went in the complete opposite direction. Oh, then this will be a great cast. Yeah, I'm. I'm like at, I came in with a seven. Uh-huh. I'm at like a five. Whoa, a five. Yeah. Intro. Okay. Well, we gotta we gotta chop this out for sure then. Of course. Um, I'm gonna hit you right away with this. I don't want to be talked to during the movie. Stop talking to me. Like the whole fourth wall. The fourth wall. Yeah. But uh, you understand why, right? Because everyone's telling a different story. Well, because it's it's based on the interviews that they had with these people. Yeah. And and so those like, were them just remaking those interviews. And they're all like different. Yeah. Different stories. Yeah, everyone's different stories. Yeah. 
So they did like a documentary where they interviewed all these people and they were talking to the camera. So yeah. those were just, they were just. So it was like a mockumentary those. is what you're telling me. Uh, in a way, but it wasn't supposed to be like the mock. I mean, it ended up being like a mockumentary, but it was supposed to be like the, those are the actual stories and those are the actual things that they said. So it really wasn't. So that was all true, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a mockumentary of itself, but it wasn't actually a mockumentary. It was like it was more like a dramatization of a documentary. Yeah, but in the way that they like tried to make this all super funny. Yeah, uh, but I think it just made it like a mockumentary. I think it's it, like a joke just of because the, the reality of it was so ridiculous that yeah, it became that way. Yeah, I, I don't guess think, I don't think they went out of their way to make it funnier than it was. I think it just looking at it from. A, from the third person view, it actually was that. I feel like they they went out of their way to make it funny. And you didn't like that. I didn't like that. It's not funny. Like these people probably have like mental illness. Right? Yeah, Yeah, like and Tanya Hardy's Harden is like getting uh like beat in the movie and people are like laughing in the theater. Yeah, she's like systematically abused her, her entire life. Yeah. By different people. Her mom, her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It's not funny. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really sad. It's extremely sad, but situationally, just because those people are so dumb, it makes it funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I also thought it was really sad. Very sad. Uh, I mean, I almost like teared up at the end there. It was. I mean, Margot Robbie was great, of course. Yeah, of course. Um... Allison Janney. Yeah. Allison Janney, I mean, I'm thinking like Best Supporting Actress nomination for this. She could potentially win. Yeah, on sure. This performance. Just for talking to that bird like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> she was just like, what a monster that lady was, but what an ego she had. Thinking oh, that yeah. she was doing the right thing the whole time and it was just absurd. Oh yeah, I'm looking at your, uh, yeah. your uh, IMDb page here and by far my best, my favorite character was uh, Bobby Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale <laughs> was great. Perfect use of Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, just like overly spray tanned, like that jet black hair. Yeah. <laughs> just Orange. messing with yeah. it the whole time. <laughs> Constantly having her truck towed so that she'd have to come outside and yeah. take pictures of her. Exactly. It was like that was basically TMZ before TMZ was a thing. I didn't know Bobby Cannavale was in uh, the movie going in, but anytime you see him, you're happy to see him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The guy's hilarious. And that made this like another thing that made this movie funny was they actually they cast funny people. You know where yeah they they didn't make it. It wasn't to your point like. They didn't take it seriously, but I think the reason they didn't take it seriously is because you kind of need to understand the humor of just how ridiculous these people are. Like the Sean character, that was a real person. That Who? guy, Sean, the that was the, the bodyguard yeah, guy. Yeah, the that's a guy. real guy. Those things that he said, no, no. things that he actually they, they show said. that at the end of the. Uh... Yeah, I thought that guy, uh, Paul Walker Hauser, Paul you... Walter Hauser, did an amazing job portraying that guy the, the guy Sean with just like this his eyes are always squinty and he just talks constantly like eating yeah constantly eating every scene he's just eating his parents are always enabling him his mom's upstairs redialing the phone yeah 
For his friend. <laughs> for his that friend. For him. Yeah. Just lives in his parents' what, basement. What was his uh, last name? Because he, he kept yelling. Oh, he doesn't have a last uh, name. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He was like, Mrs. Whatever. Oh, Re- she... Can I get another redial? Sebastian Stan? What is, uh, what is Sebastian Stan? Sebastian Stan? Yeah. The Jeff Galuli character? I don't know, man. I feel like Bucky. I recognize him, though. Oh, Bucky. Yeah, we talked about this, actually. Okay. <laughs> From, uh... Oh, Logan Lucky. Captain America. Yeah, and he was in Logan Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, Captain America, of course. Ant-Man, uncredited. Oh, that's been a small part. That's the, Bucky. It's Bucky. That's Bucky again? He's in The Martian. What? Yeah, I never saw that. Is that good? Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Matt Damon doesn't that, really try, but... That was his last good movie. That's Matt, Matt Damon's just coasting. Yeah. <laughs> he's been coasting since that. Oh, he's in Black Swan. Um, have you seen uh, The 30 for 30? No. I'll bet that's good, though. Yeah. You watch it? Uh, Huh? No, I, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. I watched it. You watched it? Yeah. It's It makes you think, like, Tanya might have... She might have known? She might have known a little more. Like, she seemed a lot more shady after watching her videos. In in this really. movie, it made it seem like she uh, was pretty shady, too. So I was, I was wondering that. That was one of the questions I had, because I feel like the way Margot Robbie portrayed Tanya was that she was relatively innocent in the fact that all she really wanted to do was focus on her skating. Yeah. And that was her main focus. And all this stuff that was going on, on around her was just sort of peripheral. And, like, she was involved with this, wanting to send the letters, but then it seemed like, yeah, she's got, like, this streak where she she might have wanted to screw, screw up her competitors and stuff a little bit, but didn't actually care about that. She was just kind of caught up in doing this thing with her husband. I don't know. Yeah. So the 30 so, for 30 doesn't make it seem that way, though. Yeah, yeah. I and, know. The, and the footage I've seen of her, it's she seems a lot more diabolical in yeah. rea- in reality, in the real clips. But I thought she was kind of diabolical in, in this movie. Yeah. You didn't think so at all? I thought they dialed back. Like, everyone else obviously made it seem like she was diabolical, but then she made it seem like... Like she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like Which in is real diabolical. life, she seemed like she was... But at the time, everyone thought she was, like, the worst person ever. So this oh, is yeah. still saying, like, so, like, she wasn't as bad as maybe you thought. Like, she didn't. Yeah. Like, people literally would picture her smashing Nancy Kerrigan's knee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Herself. Yeah, yeah, herself. Like, that was real. But if I if this movie was the only thing I knew about Tanya Harding, I would think that she was just a complete victim of circumstance, yeah. of having been raised in that ridiculous like redneck community yeah absolutely by, and surrounded by complete idiots and I would feel really bad for her yeah because at the end when she becomes such a sympathetic character at the end that when they actually strip her of her whatever it is she can never skate again professionally or whatever yeah that's all she really wanted to do is yeah. what she kept saying that's super sad yeah. she's like I'll do the jail time I'll you know whatever you need me to do just, just let, me skate. let me skate and she can still skate just go out there yes. she Start playing hockey. Yeah. yeah, she should have played hockey. <laughs> that would have been great. I do like that she became the boxer, though. I like the way they ended that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. She's just I like, remember that. Do you? She, yeah, her just be like, what the hell? Tanya Harding is a boxer yeah, now? That's pretty embarrassing in real life. Yeah, it was very embarrassing. Yeah, the movie, they made it seem like it was all like, yeah, badass Tanya. Well, she was saying she was what the second most recognizable 
the second most famous person in the world after like Bill Clinton at that time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So she had to cash in on that fame because <laughs> she had nothing left. Yeah. She had nothing, which is so sad. Can you imagine being? She was the best in the world. Was she the did get screwed by all the judges. Yeah, she was the best in the world, unequivocally in her sport. Yeah. And she got nothing out of that. People hated her because she hated her. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I, I felt like she was a very sympathetic character, but I don't know. In reality, I don't feel bad for her. She might not be. So I feel like I remember, like, I mean, everyone was trashing her, but maybe that was media driven when mm-hmm. I was a kid. But uh, yeah, she's yeah. I think the media went out of. Her, <laughs> I think the media went out of their way to really make her look bad because if they vilify her. Then they get more viewers. That's how you make. That's how you make stories. That's how Nancy versus uh, Tanya. Yeah, you know, right? Exactly. Even though can't make a story out of two. I thought it was interesting. Friends behind the scenes, they were friends. So when you say competing friends, yeah, I know. Yeah, but they they couldn't. The media can't make a story out of that. No, nobody wants to see that buddy story against two competitors. I don't care. Taking out someone's leg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That whole scene of. When they're talking through, um, when the, what's his face, Bobby Cannavale, yeah, <laughs> he's talking about <laughs> the guy who actually went in and did the hit and and how he was at the ice rink where, oh, where she was, was the practicing part of the, <laughs> and he the was movie. moving his car every fifteen minutes. Yeah, he minutes. was freaking out. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Everything was so bad. Those like, guys were. Yeah, where were they from? Jersey. Is that where they were from? Where was she from originally? Hey, Tanya? Yeah. Where did that take place? Uh, I don't know. America? Yeah, somewhere in redneck America. Yeah. I'm really surprised. I feel like you haven't given me enough reason to, to give it a, a five yet. So keep bashing it. I haven't given you enough reason? Yeah. Well, given it plenty of reason. Yeah. Yeah. Were you laughing? I laughed. I laughed a ton during this movie. Uh, it's like a blast. I laughed a little bit. I was disturbed but, by. Yeah, I was laughing. disturbed by yeah. a lot of the laughter. Is the thing. I was definitely laughing at some of the disturbing stuff. Yeah. But the reason is just because it's so ridiculous. These people don't act like any people. Like oh my I've god, you're just contact like with. getting beat by uh, her husband <laughs> the whole time. This is great. Yeah, and her mom's just. Connor dumb for instead of like stepping and in and trying throwing to throw a knife at her and like everyone's laughing yeah 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 because it's just ridiculous how how much abuse this woman put up with and then she says it at the end she's like now you're all my abusers in her interview yeah I America like, I don't like the she way she was talking to me at that point America yeah I don't like the way she was talking to me I like any like like I said, I don't want to be talked to. The whole movie was just like, I know it's supposed to be those interviews, but mm-hmm. it's obnoxious. If I wanted interviews, I'd go watch uh, the interviews. Yeah. I, the 30 for 30. It did seem like a mockumentary with the interviews just because they had everything set up exactly the way it was set up in the yeah. movie with the bird. The fucking mom shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom just unapologetic and... Yeah. Just like, I was doing the right thing for her. My my mom, she raised me this way, and I raised my daughter this way. And I knew she'd hate me, but that's what she was going to be great. Yeah. And then, it, as it turns out, the whole reason that she never achieved her greatness is because she wasn't marketable because her family her was mom sucked such so a bunch much. Of assholes. Yeah. Yeah. 
And her and her husband was an asshole. Oh, yeah, her yeah. husband's a huge asshole. But just classic like domestic abuse situation where she keeps going back to him because it's what she knows. I can't believe he shot her in the face. Yeah. After she after she got a bunch of notoriety. That was after she won or did really well in that competition. Yeah. And clearly America knew who she was. And then he shoots her in the face. Yeah. Was that public knowledge? Apparently. And then he gets pulled over and... I was a young child. The cop just lets him go. Yeah. Ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. I remember when all this was going on thinking, in my mind, Tanya Harding is a monster. And now in my mind, I'm like, feel bad for Tanya Harding. After seeing that movie. After seeing that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'd like to watch the 30 for 30 to really round out the picture. Yeah, I really... I want to see that real footage. Yeah, I mean, it, it did not make... I don't know. But I feel like 30 for 30 would go out of their way to vilify her because just like any mainstream media, that's kind of the picture they want to paint. Yeah. And this movie well, is probably sort of a more intriguing story because it's different. It's different from what the story you already know. Yeah. And that's who, the reason who directed the movie. Good question. Craig Gillespie. Never heard of him. Let's see what he's done. Yeah, please. This guy. He looks like a happy guy. Uh, Lars, Lars and the Real Girl. Don't you like Lars and the Real Girl? I thought it was alright. I just like Ryan Gosling for the most part. Million Dollar Fi- Arm. I never saw The Finest Hours. I never saw Million Dollar Arm. <laughs> Mr. Woodcock. I did watch Mr. Woodcock a couple times. It's pretty good. Hmm. That's another movie where it's like the guy, the gym teacher just bullying a child. And that's yeah, funny. exactly. <laughs> it's funny when he becomes an adult and he's bullying him. Still. <coughs> so here we go. How is figure skating an Olympic sport? It seems like it's like a half. Yeah, what half sport. Yeah, because she did the extra uh, half turn. You didn't tell that. She wasn't even winning. She did the extra half turn. Yeah. Yeah, but she didn't win because it's because of the beauty pageant part of it. Yeah. Because they didn't that? like her costumes and they didn't like her music and they didn't like her family and they didn't want her to be the face uh, speaking of, of the music, the soundtrack was pretty great. Yeah, wasn't it great? Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll be adding a few more uh, a few of those songs. Yeah, what do you like? I know you like The I Chain. Mean, the Chain, my favorite Fleetwood <laughs> Mac song. Uh, there was uh, some Super Tramp on there. Sure. Goodbye yeah. Stranger. Goodbye yeah, Stranger. Yeah. yeah, I love that song. There was um, there was a lot of what I'd call Mel Cotton's music. Sure. Absolutely. Songs that I heard probably uh, I don't know. I've got fourteen to fifteen days in a row. Just constantly on loop. Yeah. Until I get off the rotation. Yeah, I kind of like. I kind of like a lot of those songs now because they remind me of Mel Cotton's. They remind me of that period of our, of <laughs> yeah. our life, you know? Sure. A little ZZ Top on there. Some feels like the first yeah, time Z- by Foreigner. ZZ Top was her, like, dance, was her yeah, song right. for a while. Bee Gees, Heart, Barracuda, you know? Little Chicago. 25, yeah, 25 Of course. Yeah. And then there's, like, some Ella Fitzgerald, some classic, you know? Oh, there was a Violent Femme song on here. Gone Daddy Gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. Dire Straits. Bad Company. Come on. 
I did see recently on Reddit mm-hmm. that some guy did a performance at like the figure skating championship to like turn down for what? <laughs> really? By Little John. So I guess Tanya changed the game. <laughs> oh God. Probably. <laughs> I bet she they started that. that. I guess now it's not as like. Uh, I think it's even worse than Zizi Top. <laughs> This, this movie, the journey that it, that it took me on, I went from laughing hysterically to wanting to cry when things happen. Yeah. And sure. to me, that's the mark of a great movie. That's why I liked it so much. Yeah. And the story was ridiculous. Some of the performances were just amazing. I feel like uh, Allison Janney... Does uh, Margot Robbie possibly jump either or other... Uh... Best actress? I don't think so. No. And I don't, and I, the only reason I, I don't think she jumps up to like my, the top of my best actress list is because I'm not sure. I know she portrayed Tanya in the way that this movie was intending Tanya to be portrayed as a sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. But I would have liked to see. I don't know. I, I, it depends because I don't, I don't know the real story now. I feel like I don't know the real story. Yeah. I feel like I know a different version of the story. Like, I know Tanya Harding's version of the story. So, from that standpoint, it's good. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I would have liked to see her go real hard in one direction. Yeah. I either wanted to see her be real diabolical or be extremely sympathetic. And she was very sympathetic. That's but still that's not the diabol- truth. Like, people are still telling some pretty diabolical stories about her. Yeah. Yeah, they were. So you don't know who to believe? I don't know who to believe. And for that, if she made me believe one way or the other very strongly, she definitely swayed my opinion, for sure. But I'm not convinced. And if she had convinced me, I would say Best Actress. Wow. But she didn't convince me. I thought they did a good job with, or a decent job at least, with uh, aging her. Because she played from... She uh, played from yeah. a 15 or a 15-year-old, right? All the way through to like a... A woman in her 50s. Yeah, those first scenes of her when she was like 15 is pretty funny. Yeah. I wonder if they'll get like a makeup nod or something like that for the Academy Awards. Oh, wow. I didn't even consider that. I don't know anything about that kind of stuff, but yeah, of course not. that was really good. Of course, then you have Shape of Water where they literally made a guy a freaking water monster. So yeah, that would probably win. Yeah, that would probably win over that. As a, as a CGI expert, Michael... Mm-hmm. Oh, but you can yeah. knock off a half point right now or a point just thinking of Tanya's face on the ice that was another yeah. reason why those, yeah those, those skating, skating scenes, scenes were they were not miserable great. yeah they were miserable yeah. <laughs> the slow motion and everything it was... that is worth at least a point deduction in my mind yeah I just and I'm not like I I complain because you complain about CGI all the time and I, that was I was so those, dumb I was I did I thought this through. It's like, okay, you have basically two options here. You have to find a figure skater who can actually do these moves, right? And then CGI Margot Robbie over her. Yeah. Or you have to teach Margot Robbie how to do that whatever that triple and a half spin move was. Yeah. Well she didn't have to do that. She could do like everything else but and then the jumps are I mean it's not the pianist. Else. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not Star Wars or some shit, but Yeah. It was pretty corny. <laughs> she looked terrible. Like it looked like I've seen movies in the '90s with better graphics than that. Yeah, they they weren't <laughs> very convincing. 
but I felt like they, they did their job. I don't, I don't know. Because there was so much riding on the fact that she could execute this super hard move perfectly, what choice did they have? So why Well, they, they didn't even have, you? like, they, she only did it, like, twice anyway in the movie. Yeah, but they, said it, it, but they did have to show her doing it. Those were really important parts of the movie. She then just kept falling, too. Like, yeah. a lot of it after was just her falling. Trying yeah. to... that, I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of a unique problem to have to solve as a, as a filmmaker. Yeah. Because with other sports, you know, if you're talking a baseball movie where a guy's hitting a bunch of home runs, like, that's pretty easy to fake. Or a basketball movie where a guy's playing a bunch of basketball. Like, that's easy to fake. But when, it, when the whole sport is just one person and what they're doing, there's no ball, there's nothing to distract you, it's just all eyes on a person doing a thing. Yeah. How do you how do you fake that? I think uh, I don't know, but I mean, well, no, get they, better CGI, right? Or they could have done something like hook her up to a bunch of strings, you know what I mean, and have her on some kind of a contraption where she actually can do the moves and yeah. and land them, and then you know edit the strings out. Sure. So yeah, maybe maybe if like you that. directed this movie, this could have been <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those scenes would have been way better. Margot Robbie would have been up on up on ropes, uh, Peter Pan stunts. So I got I pulled up. These uh, Oscar odds, as I like to do. Yeah, let's hear them. I'm um, curious now. They come from goldderby.com. I don't know much else about this website other than they provide. Yeah, some they're our go-to. Oscar, or yeah. your go-to. And exactly. Our go-to. Um, but Allison Janney, second three-to-one three, three to one odds. Second to who? Uh, Lori Metcalf in Lady Bird. Oh, see, you gotta see Lady Bird. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. you say it every week. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> she. Do you know who Laurie Metcalf is? Mm-mm. Isn't she in Roseanne? Uh, the show. I'll take your word up for that. I think she is. Yeah. yeah, she was pretty good. Okay. And then after uh, Allison Janney's Holly Hunter and the the Big Sick. Okay, she was good. You've seen that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I she really, was. Great. I really like. I really like that movie a lot. Yeah, it was good. I don't think she even touched Allison Janney in this movie as far as performance performances go. She was in a coma a lot. Uh, no, she wasn't. Was that not her? No, that was uh, Ray Romano's wife. Oh, that was Ray Romano's wife? Yeah, her mom. Oh, eh, nah. Uh, then she definitely didn't touch Allison Janney. What? You thought the girl in the coma was better than her mom in that movie? No, I didn't. The big sick? What do you mean? Well, okay. As far as their performances go? Yeah. Yeah, but her role wasn't that big in the movie. Who? The mom? Yeah, it was pretty big. I, mean, I guess it was, it was kind of big. <laughs> There's like three characters. Yeah. I mean, she was good. Well, four, I guess. Very, got... very enjoyable, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, she has that one scene where she yells at those frat boys at the performance. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's her big, that would be her big scene. That's probably what they're doing. And she has a couple other scenes in the hospitals. Yeah, but I mean, Ray Romano was way better. I don't know. They were good. I really liked that movie. I liked everyone's performances, but I don't. I didn't see that and go like, she should win a freaking award for this. Yeah. Like I think that movie should win something. Maybe for the story. Maybe they'll win for the script. Best guy. Best guy award. But Allison Janney in this movie. She transformed into that crazy mom with those crazy motivations and that ridiculous yeah, she, way of she thinking that if she just that she could abuse her daughter into greatness and then she fully committed and believed that. I remember Holly Hunter talking to a bird 
Yeah. Or most. That too. <laughs> Her favorite multiple scenes. And she's always wearing like a fur coat and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hooked up to the oxygen. Yeah, tank. hooked up to the oxygen tank. I got a stat. That's what, you're, that's here. That's what you're here for. Only, uh, only spent $11 million to make this movie. Oh. Lars and the Real Girl cost it $12 million. Wow. Well, that explains why they didn't put Margot Robbie up on uh, wires and spin Yeah, it ex- explains it the, a lot more the terrible CGI. It's only made 2.6 in the box office so far, so... Well, where is it released? I mean, we had to. Yeah. We went to go watch this, and the first show was sold out, and it was the only place playing within 50 miles or whatever yeah. that we were willing to go to. It was maybe like 30. Yeah, it was probably 50. I don't know. And, I mean, I, I would think maybe San Francisco was the next closest. Yeah, maybe. But right, so we had to go back the next day and see it. Yeah, we didn't even use our movie pass. Yeah, we paid full price matchers for this movie. And you might have to also. When we say we do it for the munchers, we do it for the munchers. We do it for the munchers. My movie watching experience for this movie, I must say, was awful. Why you is that? Because you sat at the end. We were at that, that theater where you've got the individual chairs with that recline and stuff. Yeah, and that, that's new for that theater. I, don't, like, it, it I, I hadn't been to a, um, a show in yeah, since was they had changed that. first. Yeah. yeah. I feel like nice job thanks for making us a little more comfortable yeah but those the arms of the chairs were so small they were super skinny yeah so like that arm of your chair plus the arm of the chair of the person next to you which are right next to each other make like one full you're, size t- arm you're touching the guy so you're touching the guy next to you and the guy next to me was huge oh no i wa- i sat down <laughs> in my seat and i thought this guy looked like he should be laid up in a hospital bed and he had his back he had his backpack on my chair and his backpack was just full of snacks. Uh, and he has a backpack on my chair, so I made I, a joke like, oh, thanks for saving my seat for me, or yeah. something like that. And he's, he looked genuinely like pissed off that I sat down in my seat that I paid for. And had like reserved and he had, before it, right. he had even reserved his ticket. Definitely, you know? yeah, because you reserved those seats really early. Yeah. And then, yeah, so he was pissed. He had to move his backpack so that I could sit on my chair because his backpack was in my chair. And then... The whole movie, he's just eating snacks and opening and zipping his backpack. And his arm was so far over, not just his armrest, but also my armrest, that it was practically in my lap. So I had to move those, the, the tray table in yeah, front of me. Those recliners were like a little, even like a little more weird because they had that tray table too. Yeah, like, and the tray table was too high, so it came up to like your neck. I haven't, I don't so think I I'm going to... I felt I'm, like I was, could eat soup out of it, like... It did. It was so high. Like if I put my popcorn bag on the tray table, like I had to like, I couldn't get to the top yeah, of it. Could, yeah, exactly. I was eating a yogurt. Can't see over it. I was eating a yogurt, and the yogurt was like in my field of vision. <laughs> so I had to like, yeah, I had to reach up with a spoon and like I snuck it into the oh, theater. Yeah. I got a pink berry. Don't tell the authorities. Don't tell the authorities. Oh, pink yeah. Berry. yeah. I like smell like some like. Oh, not like, like a yogurt. It wasn't I, like a yogurt. I don't think I'm gonna be. Uh, into the whole like waiters and people like during a movie serving you food during the movie yeah. and stuff is that a thing that's a thing it's a, it's a thing yeah I don't oh, like it man. I'm out on that sounds obnoxious I don't want it yeah the tray table was obnoxious yeah that tray table was awful but I had to, I was forced to use that as an armrest because the guy next to me was too big for his chair Oh, I had that corner seat. It was so nice. Yeah. I just leaned to my left and yeah. it was perfect. I was leaning to my left too because you were leaning to your left and yeah. that was the only way I was going to get any kind yeah. of personal little, space. Gave you a little rest on my side. Yeah. 
I didn't want that guy's elbow and like on, on that <laughs> arm or anything. What I didn't like is there were clearly a few drunk people behind. Like you know that theater. Oh, they have a bar. bar there. There was like some guy just laughing way too hard at like very sad parts, and then like these two girls next to me were drinking and just like talking about the movie like if they were just like on their couch like oh yeah I remember when this happened like <laughs> oh yeah I liked her like she was great really yeah like it's annoying it was very uh, did you like, say anything I was about to but I think something happened in this show like, yeah like, yeah Tanya's like oh you guys did it sounds like a nice place for a well time shut the fuck up please yeah. I don't it's like I don't like any of that <laughs> <laughs> movies should be fair watching yeah, yeah, movies. I lost my concentration a couple times. I'm a big fan, and I'll give them a shout out. The Shoreline Theater, the yeah. Mountain View. There's no tray table. No tray table. Pfft. Who needs a tray table? They have those nice wide recliners yeah. with nice wide armrests. Yeah. Very, very you're nice. Not touching anyone. And you're not. And every and the two chairs will be separate from the next two chairs. Yeah. So you have an armrest between you and the person you know if you want it. Great, nice wide armrest, real, real comfortable. Mm-hmm. Plus. The chairs in our theater that we saw this at, their back didn't go back enough. Or it went back too far. It was weird. I was at a weird angle when I was watching the Too far is complaining. I seriously felt like I was in a hospital bed. That was the the best way I can describe it is I felt like I was in a hospital. I felt like I couldn't move or get out if I wanted to, especially with that tray table walking me in shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, put a seatbelt on. Yeah, like I was strapped in like the the thing was going to move. Yeah. You're ice skating with uh, Tanya. Yeah, watching Days of Thunder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's spinning around three and a half times. <laughs> I think they had those seats at uh, the theater in uh, Pruneyard. Oh, they might have right. before they they closed that one down. Really? Yeah, they're putting a new theater in. Yeah, they upgraded the seats. To the super fan, the like I think at the time they were probably the fanciest ones. Yeah. yeah and then they just were like. And they were like moved. They moved. Yeah, they moved. Yeah. They like rumbled and stuff. Like four D or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you had to pay extra to go to a mover like that. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think people are that into it. No, of course no not. And then the, the film directors got to think like, okay, there's this one theater up in Northern California where the seats rumble. So. No, there's no way the directors <laughs> no, deal no. with that. Right? I assume it's, it's <laughs> kind of theater style, right? Or something. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> but it's kind of stupid. Yeah. Perfect for like Jurassic World or something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, you can see like... Yeah. Make that a more immersive experience. You know Disney has the money to make that happen. Of course. It's, it's like Star Tours. Don't they do that when you go watch Star, the Star Tours? That ride in Disneyland? Yeah. The old one? They do that ride's like 10 minutes. Can you imagine staying there for like two and a half hours? Yeah, it's just, just shit back. Oh, my back. <laughs> oh, my back. <laughs> a yeah. full-length Star Tours ride. <laughs> just watch the whole Last Jedi. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm kind of excited to see what Disneyland does with their new Star Wars park. Oh, it's just like a Star Wars land? Mm-hmm. Separate like land? Yeah. That should be fun. I think it's the first land expansion Star Wars is doing. Huh? The first land expansion. I think they actually bought more land Disney to did. accommodate. Yeah, down uh, at Disneyland. That's good. Yeah. Place is never finished. They'll probably keep buying land. 
Yeah, I think it's tough for them though, just because that area is so built up. Yeah, you get it by it. Yeah, well, it's Disney. They've got unlimited money. Yeah, basically they could do it. Yeah, whole world. Hopefully they'll do it for the munchers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about the uh, the teacher here? Remember the, remember the teacher? Who's the teacher? Diane Rawlinson, character name, Julian Nicholson. Oh, her uh, trainer. Yeah, her trainer. Yeah, she was pretty good. She was great. She was funny. Yeah. She really uh, was the only person, the only positive person in Tanya's life. Yeah. And then her husband was an attorney, and, like represented her. And yeah, and helped her out big time. He wasn't great at that, no. I gotta say. But he didn't get her what she needed. They were very nice to her, and she was not nice to her. No, she wasn't all. She threw a skate at her, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Was it a skate or was it the thing that that protects the skate? I don't know. I'm going to assume it was the whole skate. skate. They would all skate. So she is a violent person. If you push her, I mean, she grew up fighting. She was a boxer after this. Of course, <laughs> she's a violent person. Yeah. I, I really think hockey would have been the right move for her after this. I know. Such a good skater. Yeah. They talk about her being like, I mean, her, it was her mom, but she's like, oh, she's not one of the. She's never been one of the smaller girls, you know? Right. <laughs> she yeah. probably hits them somewhat. She lays some hits for sure. Getting some fights. Yeah. Oh, Tanya. I don't think they fight much in women's hockey. But if Tanya was out there, she would. Yeah. Stab someone with her skate. She'd be the Sean Avery of uh, whatever league they play in. NWHL, whatever it is. About the Rafi Torres. Oh, sure. Be entertaining. Yeah, for sure. But she went into boxing instead. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to get into some trailer talk? Trailer talk. You know, we're talking a little before the pod. Excuse me, the cast. Um, about a couple trailers. We keep seeing the thirteen, seventeen, the Paris or whatever it's called. Yeah, what is that thing called? <laughs> I'll get the name. <laughs> I think that I think that's what it's called. Thirteen seventeen. Thirteen seventeen. Yeah, it's just. Are Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah, fifteen seventeen. Fifteen seventeen. Paris. Oh, Clint Eastwood directed this movie. The thing is, Clint Eastwood, I think Western movies. I mean, not anymore with the movies he makes now. I yeah. think. Uh, this is going to be about the military. Sure. But 310 to Yuma just came out like, th- what, five, ten years ago? Uh, yeah, at least ten years Recent ago. Recent memory. One of the few modern Westerns, because the people don't make Westerns that much anymore. I don't know how true that is. But Considering Hostiles is one of the Yeah. Shows. Oh, yeah. By the way, that looks sick. Yeah. I'm excited I, for that one. Yeah, me too. Uh, Christian Bale, he's also in 310 to Yuma. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what's her name? Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl. She seems pretty good. I think you uh, walked. Ben Foster. I think you went to get popcorn, and you walked in when the Hostiles trailer was kind yeah. of starting. But I've seen it. Yeah, but you'd seen it before. It was my first time seeing it, and I remember pointing at the screen to you like, "We gotta see this." Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say with my fingers. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, Scott Cooper. I mean. This guy's movies are gritty and. What has he done? Out of the furnace. Oh, out of the furnace! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Black Mass. Yeah. 
He directed both of those? Yeah. Can you, uh, yep. oh yeah. Definitely. Crazy Heart, which I didn't see, but I, I want to see. That's kind of on Did my... we talk about that one time on we, the podcast? We, we talked about it during that completely unlistenable podcast that we did of the fire, that Fireman movie. Oh, yeah, because uh, Jeff Daniels just wants to do music movies now. Yeah, exactly. Is the, is the theory. Yeah. Your theory. Well, he's taking his, his, his music more seriously than his acting, so he'll only take on a part if he like, can play music or... Can somehow promote right. him doing him playing music. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is kind of admirable. It's cool. I'll, yeah. I'm okay with it. It's his thing, so do you think? I just like him enough to where I don't care that he does that. Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to see that for sure. Um, yeah, so getting back to 1317. Yeah, 1317. 1517. 1517. 1517. 1517. To Yuma. To Paris. To Tendi. And Paris. they're like real people, the whole movie? Yeah, so apparently those actors are the actual guys who did this. Yeah. They're the actual heroes. That seems crazy. Which leads me to believe one fact. No one dies? No, that this movie's probably going to be awful because these guys are <laughs> actors. <laughs> I know they were there, but being there and doing it in the moment is very different than doing it in little bits to make it convincing for recreative yeah too. that's very different yeah I mean what other it can I, be exactly the same right Clint's feeling himself he thinks he can direct he thinks he can direct non-actors yeah. in a pretty heavy movie I mean I bet he can I mean I believe in Clint they got Jenna Fisher and Judy Greer and Jaleel White aka Steve uh, oh they got Jaleel White in this yeah <laughs> whoa uh, there's pretty good Tony Hale from uh, Oh, I love And Veep. Veeps. Veeps. Wow. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see it. I think if he pulls So it's it not off, all real people. Yeah. No, just the main guys. Yeah, or the okay. guys who actually. The main it. heroes. But in the trailer, so it's kind of cool. weird. They, they, spring, they get to now act with Judy Greer and Tony Hale. And... I'm super psyched for these guys. Like what a cool thing for these guys to be able to do. They're real life heroes. They get to be in their own movie. Awesome. From a watchability standpoint, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Because it might just be a terrible decision to put the real people up there. It'd be like if they had Tanya Harding actually acting as Tanya Harding in this Tanya Harding movie. Yeah, that would have been terrible. It would have been awful. Probably. Most likely. Yeah, so we'll see. Sketchy decision. Honorable. <laughs> Honorable decision, but sketchy. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out. Because I, I do kind of want to see it. To see how that does turn out. Yeah, I mean, I even saw Gran Torino. I'll definitely see it. I mean, you even saw it. It's a good movie. I see. I always see Clint Eastwood movies. Uh, Sully I, was okay, but I just like, the whole town was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. So uh, this movie, I don't really remember well, the story. Sully was just yeah. like, the whole movie was like, oh my God, you meant to do this or something like that? And he's like, no. I, said, I couldn't get there. And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, and I was like, here. yeah, I remember. Oh, you're This here. happened like two years ago. <laughs> it was the only thing on the news for like two years. I wanted to see Norm MacDonald's version of Sully. Sully Sullenberg, airport pilot. <laughs> you remember he did that spot on Conan? No. He, he goes cut. on, yeah, it's a deep Norm cut. Norm McDonald reference for you. Yeah, you gotta look at that. How about the Zoe Kravitz movie? Yeah, <laughs> I really want to talk about this. Gemini. I barely remember it. 
Can you give me a brief synopsis? It was what, like what happened? It was like this girl, like these two girls, and they were just like talking. She's like, "Oh, I got a gun!" Like, oh yeah, I'm super paranoid. She's like a celebrity. I remember this one. Yeah. And then she dies, and then the guy from uh, Marilyn Monroe yeah. comes. Yeah. Oh, it's called like Neon. I don't know. Gemini. Gemini. What? This when I saw this trailer, here's what I thought. Here's my exact thought process. I was like, they made Instagram into a movie. Yes. Oh, see, like, yeah, Harold from Harold's like, <laughs> See, this is why I want to talk about it. Because it was like, what is this? This yeah. feels new. Like, this yeah. is a different type right. of, like, a Snapchat, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey influence. Totally. Like, what the hell is this shit? And yeah. it, it was like a selection in the... Well, actually, it was some South by Southwest festival. I don't know what the hell yeah. That is. So that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, South by Southwest festival. Don't act like it's yeah. That just all that means is it's very up its own ass. That's all that means. Yeah, it seemed bad. It was like like a loud, stupid noise playing throughout the preview. Yeah, and like it was all neon. And, yeah. Right? It's trying to be like drive kind of. Yeah, or it's just a like a uh, good time. Out. Wasn't it exactly like the Good Time uh, trailer? Which one's Good Time? That was that one where it was all like neon and played stupid noise and had Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Right. Yes. And that right? movie, exactly. I felt like for a period, I was like, I could maybe watch this movie. It's like an like interesting story. Yeah. But I think people like that movie. but is it, Did it come out already? Yeah. Huh. I'd watch it. Yeah, I couldn't get anything out of that trailer. Yeah. That trailer you're talking about, every time I watched that, I just kind of got confused. Loud noise, neon yeah. trailers seem to be a thing, and I'm not into it. <laughs> not into it at all. But yeah, Instagram was... Yeah, nails it. Instagram was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't want to see it, so I hope we don't know. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. I don't remember any other trailers, really. No, there were some that I think we already talked about. Hostiles look Hostiles. like 310 to Yuma. Like, so well, he's like trying to... Did it? I don't yeah, know Yeah, because isn't 310 to Yuma, like he's trying to like transfer a really dangerous yeah. criminal, and then this is like he's trying to transfer someone. This seems deeper, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, right with the whole like they have to I'll, transfer I'm something. Say, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be good and completely different, but yeah. the premise of... This looks like maybe that mixed with like Dances with Wolves. Yeah, like the Revenant, maybe. Yeah, yeah. and partially the Revenant. That's what that's part of the Revenant I liked was like the hardcore Native American. Yeah, it seems like it's gonna have a lot of that, yeah. which seems yeah, exactly. really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, cool. Well, that'll be good. Oh, you didn't tell me Ricky Lake was in Gemini. Ooh. Oh, we sure did not watch it. <laughs> okay, sorry to add that. All right. Well, that sounds great. I think that's it for trailer talk. Sure. What are we seeing next week? Is it the post? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I think so, dude. Yeah. Uh, post. I don't know. Post Malone. These two movies, two weeks in a row, I Tanya and the Post, were. I haven't been this excited for two movies in a row in a long time. Yeah, I mean, this looks like a. F- like. You know, one of the best uh, journalism movies up there with like Spotlight and yeah. All the President's Men. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's, I just know it's going to be good. Yeah. My dad said, Tom Hanks, you're going to like it. Your dad already saw it? Yeah, my folks went and saw it. And he, oh, was, wow. he said, you're going to like it. 
So that makes me really excited. He said it was, uh, he said it was right out there with Spotlight. Yeah. But, so you're probably going with like a nine? Uh, no, I'll give it a little wiggle room. I'll say seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go uh, seven. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fair. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll probably like it a little more than that. Like, it'll just probably be bet, like better than a seven. There's no way it's not better than a seven. Hey, if it's but, this year's Spotlight, I'm happy. The only, yeah. Check. I'll check it out. Check uh, real quick for me how long the movie is. It's 115 minutes. Oh, dude, oh, why are you asking me when I got the statistician here? Yeah. The numbers guy. Yeah. I'm awful with numbers. He is the numbers guy. It's also 6.8 on IMDb right now. Oof. That doesn't seem good. But. 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. I really don't but worry we about know, it. These like numbers, say. they don't mean anything to us. No, they don't. Um, yeah, I'm sticking with the seven. I am kind of curious what That's I That's why we do the about. show, to give people the real numbers. Yeah, dude. People need to know. <laughs> people need to know. Munchers need to know. We're going to do politics. We do it for the munchers. In case you're wondering, I tell you 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sure. Yeah, and what'd you give it? Nine, Nine out of ten. Wow. But the average rating number. was a 7.9 out of 10. Yeah. So I don't know how they get an 89. I guess that's the critics. They weight them more heavily, probably. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> that math seems off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, I'm not a numbers guy, so. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The post, that is. Yeah, you and me both, man. Street Hanks. Wow. Wow. The movie poster, Streep and Hanks. Odenkirk. Are, but look at Streep and Hanks are bigger. Their, their last names are bigger than the title of the movie on the movie poster. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. should say, yeah, Odenkirk should be just as big. Yeah, maybe half the size of Hanks. Like, I, yeah, okay. Hanks and Streep are obviously going to give good performances. They're, they're solid. Yeah, but they're we're all stars. We're but going to see When I see Odenkirk, <laughs> I'm like, that's a deep cut. That guy's brilliant. And that was what sold me on, on the movie. Yeah, sure. I'm glad we're not seeing The Commuter instead. Oh, and one of my favorites, Gary Coon. And Alison Brie? You're just going to skip over Alison Brie like that? Oh, I had to. I know she's one of your favorites. And David Cross? Sarah Paulson? Oh, it's a hell of a cast. Jesse Plemons, your boy? <laughs> Jesse Plemons. Landry? Yeah. <laughs> You gotta get Landry. I, I'm that guy is working, man. You it's mentioned Bruce friend. Greenwood. Did you? I didn't. <laughs> he's always good. Uh, I saw him there. Bradley uh, Whitford from Billy Madison. Yeah. All star cast here. Really looking forward to it. Zach Woods. Well, thanks again. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was just going to wrap it up here. Um, cool. thank, thanks again, Munchers, for joining us. Yeah, we hope your 2018 is off to an excellent start. I agree. And it will I be if you go it. see I, Tanya, and probably if you see the post as well. Thanks for munching. I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. See ya.